15 men on a dead man's chest Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum Drink and the devil be done for the rest Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum Geocache Talk podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Well, hey, everyone. It's time for a special Geocache Talk podcast, show 57.5. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this special show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play so you get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Well, let me introduce everyone tonight. Jump right into there. Um, Sydney. Good evening. Jesse. Good evening. And our man at the cache is actually here tonight instead of being out of cache, which is perfect. Zach. Hello, everybody. So glad everyone's here. And um, wow, we got some a lot of hot, uh, hot opinions. We've been flowing around last couple days about the pirates on the lookout and they introduced a thing called the friend league so we're going to talk about that for a little while tonight and um i guess let's start let's let's step back a moment does everybody have plans for um the mary hyde uh phase one i guess which is an intended event on um, this weekend, the 15th and 16th? No. No. <laughs> Jesse's a, Jesse said no. There actually is one event that's published in our area that's a five difficulty, one terrain. You that's, should totally go. That's it's a cool. whole different show. But uh, um, I, I don't think I'm going to make it. I got other plans. So I'm attending an event Monday morning, but that's outside the range, so it won't count. You could just log it on Sunday. Just log it Sunday, yeah. I pre-attended. Whoops, got the wrong date. Sorry. <laughs> pre-attended. That's fair. Pre- didn't that count? I just got there really early and stayed all the way through. Stayed all the way. Absolutely. Uh, Zach, are you going to an event or are you attending attending oh, or hosting? I really wanted to make it, but uh, sadly, we ha- not sadly, uh, we do have a family reunion. Got 125 people coming to our cabin, so oh, cool. uh, my cool. weekend is pretty busy. <laughs> Very cool. That's good. And That's a big event. You should have just published an event right there. <laughs> I, I should have. <laughs> uh, Sydney, are you going to an event? Uh, I'm definitely going to at least one, maybe two. Because there's one event near me on Saturday and one on Sunday. So oh, okay. we'll see. Right. Overachiever. I said I, maybe, too. Maybe an overachiever, then. Yeah, just maybe. <laughs> uh, I took the took advantage of the, of the moment to have our... Each year we do a, a great hunt of Hunt County. Get it? Hunt County. Great. Okay. Ah. Uh, anyway, so we hadn't had it yet, and so um, yeah, sex like right. Uh, anyway, so I took advantage of the of this because I was trying to figure out a date. It's like, when am I going to do this thing? And I couldn't quite figure one. When this showed up, I'm like, perfect. We'll just have it then. So been working hard to get that ready. So what's funny about it though is last year for us, our big theme was pirates. So. Wah, wah, wah. We're not going to do pirates this year. We're doing minions because people like my little minion that I sent out. And so they're like, let's do minions. Yeah, whatever. So 
We have a good bunch here. They always are doing stuff. Somebody does the log for us every year. Last year's pirate log is back here. It's a treasure chest. So anyway, that's what we're doing. But then, I guess was it yesterday? Yeah, it was, it was yesterday or the day before. No, I think it was yesterday is when it all came out about the Friend League. Mm-hmm. The Friend League. And so... Um, Interesting. They're calling this a new feature, by the way, if you go read. And I've got in the show notes the FAQ and the links and all that will be in the show notes. So, uh, all right. So let's start with – we'll start with Jesse. <laughs> Why not? What was your initial reaction to this new – because well, they came out with Friend League and they came out with Week One, so I guess that which makes sense because they had to kind of do that. But what were your thoughts? What were your first thoughts? Um, so, as people might know, I love competition just a little bit. Really? Um, so it it initially in the first six seconds, I got super excited. Right. And then I found out that you can't select friends. And you basically have to do nothing and you get the souvenir. So as of right now, I'm not going to do anything extra to get it. I'm going to get it automatically. So I don't have to do anything. So that's not a good competition. No. Or competition at all. Um, but if I, I'm crossing my fingers that this is going to be the start of a platform where they'll set up, and we can get into that later, but set up leaderboards and different levels of competition and, and add a new feature into the game. I don't think you can call it a feature yet. Um, right. Cause you can't like, you can't really do anything. You don't even have to know about it and you'll probably get it anyway. Sure. Um, so I don't, I wouldn't call it a feature yet, but I'm hoping it could be a feature. Okay. Zach, what were your first thoughts? Well, I was pretty excited. I, I read through it and I just, uh, well, this is a natural extension of the friends that they seem to have been pushing in one of their last updates. Right. Um, and it was interesting. Uh, what what was kind of telling to me is it seems they have like the, the coins icons. Um, so they've put, that tells me on the back end, they've put a lot of stuff into it. So I've talked to a few people and they were worried about, well, is this just like a one month thing? And I think just by the looks of how much time they put into it and how they're pushing it as a feature, um, is that this is kind of something they're tr hoping is going to stick around. Um, and then kind of like what Memphis said, it was like, oh, this is really cool, like the competition. I'm excited. I looked at it, and then I was like, well, my first day of geocaching, whenever this goes live, is going to qualify me for it anyway. Right. And so it wasn't uh, like, oh, I, gotta go I get to go out of my way or I, I have to do some fun planning or anything, because I would actually get excited about that. Right. Um, so it was kind of like, well, I'll get this one anyway. And I was kind of down about it, but then I kind of thought to myself, I was like, well, they're taking a big leap on a, taking things in a different direction here, um, or taking a chance on something. And so they probably want to do a light, uh, first month. So it's not too complicated and there's not a bunch of people. Cause the last thing I guess you'd want if you rolled this out is everyone's freaking out about sure. nobody. A qualified for it or something but uh i still think they could have done like 100 points or something which would have been a little more difficult right. so but we can get into we'll get that in a minute and yeah. accumulate things yeah sure, sure but uh yeah that was sort of my initial reaction so okay cool uh sydney what was your initial thought um so i guess before i saw this come out i kind of knew they were trying to up the friends feature I, I go on like the forums and stuff a lot just to peruse and see if there's right. anything new happening. Mm -hmm. And there's been some talk about just upgrading the friends feature. It didn't really do anything before. So it's like, it's kind of like a natural progression for them to add something more to a feature they already have. Um, so I wasn't really shocked when I saw this. Um, I was kind of excited. Uh, I'm not really sure. I'm kind of... <laughs> Kinda? I'm kind of. I could go either way, I guess. I, Meh is the word you're looking for. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Meh. I'm not like super excited about it, but I'm not like hating it. Sure. Um, but the, I mean, I already had like a handful of friends 
on geocaching.com so it wasn't like a big deal to me to like go out and go adding a bunch of people because i already had like i checked it yesterday my leaderboard i already had 300 something points with my friends (laughs) so i was like okay this is gonna be easy everybody go check your leaderboard real quick this will be interesting because it's so crazy um um, you have to go in. So interesting. So why don't you tell people how to get there? That's perfect. That's a perfect yeah, segue. Perfect segue. Um, you would go to geocaching.com, click on the geocaching logo, which takes you to the real front page. Because mine, I tend to always go to the mine. I have it default to another spot. So go to the front page. Go to and you have to be using the new dashboard. You can't be using the old dashboard. Okay. Is this. Or, yeah, if we're going in the same direction here, I was is. going I a different. A I was going a different direction, but I'll, but you can do that if you go to the new dashboard. You There's can a big get there. banner right I on went, the side. Right, I went to the blog, and in the blog, there's a link to the friend league. So, but Good. if anybody's interested, it's geocaching.com/slash/play/slash/friendleague, and so. Um, What's interesting is that I added uh, I added um, Craig Michelle today. Mm-hmm. By the way, that that's a good dude to have on your team because he's yeah. he's got six hundred twenty five gold coins, right? Uh, which is which is dominating my little my little group here, um, and so I have eight hundred fifty gold coins. Uh, Butterfly girl, Valena Mahar, she's she's got uh, eighty. Uh, Memphis Mafia got thirty five gold coins. I don't know how that is either. Way to go, buddy. And then Sydney's got 20. Uh, Daryl W4's got 10, 10 gold coins. I have zero, by the way, because I'm busy trying to get ready for this weekend. Uh, and so, sadly, I haven't been out that and searching for a job. But uh, 850, what do you guys have? 605. 650, okay. 1205 for my group. 12.05. Hey, he's hardcore. Zach, how many, how many gold coins do you have? It's in not me. I'm in eighth place. In your uh, your crew. I have I have 440, but my top guy is Mondu2. Oh, <laughs> he's got 225, <laughs> and he's the second leading geocacher in the world. Yes. What? Yeah, that's he's, not fair. He's the top guy in my group, too. Yeah, that's that's not fair. You Look can't at you have guys. him. Come on. Which, by the way, he's going to be on. Uh, do we have a date for when Monday? We're, we're working that out for scheduling, okay. but he's interested in coming on the show, and cool. we'll talk about his newest milestone that he passed. Okay. Of course, he passes them daily. Our <laughs> milestone, he passes say, daily. But for him, try. he passed a big one for him. So Very um, cool. Very cool. I, that, that's going to be – because he's been down to Brazil. He's done so many things. We could talk to him for like three hours straight. I need it's to get be re- interesting. Need to get retired guy on there too. He's kind of kind of same thing. He's been to all those countries and he he's he's retired. He geocaches every day, you know, all that kind of stuff. So must be nice. I know. Wouldn't that be great to be retired and just geocache every day? Kind of be like a I know dream. Come Somebody true. in the chat rooms group has seventeen fifty. Oh my! <laughs> so um, all right. So let's let, let me let me ask you guys some hard questions here. Oh boy. Okay. Purple, exactly. That is the that is the correct answer, Zach. <laughs> forty two or European. Ah, forty two is a cheat answer. You can't use that one. That's right. <laughs> answered everything. That's a 40, universal one. Forty one. Um. No. Okay. Seriously though, is is this? And this is the question I asked on Twitter, and I actually got some I got some good reaction. I think for people, but is this path? that they may be going down with this idea of a leaderboard and that we're, we're sitting here talking about how many gold coins we have right now. Is this path a, a good thing or is this going to be a, or is this a potential doom to, for geocaching? Who wants to jump in first? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Jesse. Well, well okay. Since you insist. Start. Yes. Go ahead. Um, so, I don't think it's doom. Okay. I think that's has to be overdramatic because people already pay attention to that. There's whole websites already dedicated to most finds and a but like 
Project GC, you can find out everything. And you can find out everybody else's stuff. Sure. And you can pull up leaderboards for like every random stat. You know, who has found the highest caches or hidden the highest caches or attended the most events or anything. You can find stats on anything and it pulls up a leaderboard. Right. Um, and many, many, that's not a secret. Everybody well, is and a lot of DC, so that's uh, not ruined anything. Right. And a lot of people need those for challenge caches. So in a sense, that's kind of feeds into right. challenge caches. But go ahead. It does. Um, now, if geocaching.com decided to adopt that leaderboard thing and then just made it a who has the highest numbers, you know, if it was only a numbers thing, a quantity thing, that would be terrible in my opinion because not everybody plays the game the same way. Right. You know, um, we we're just talking about Mondo and he has a, well over a hundred thousand. And some, I think the number one person is 160,000. I don't know. Something crazy. Right. Right. Seven. I don't care. To ever, Whoa. There you go. <laughs> See, um, that. And it's probably going up. It's like a ticker. It's going up right now. Right. Um, I don't care to ever do that. That's not the way I'll ever play the game. But if they set it up with had different type of categories or whatever, you know, or um, things like that, I think that could be a great addition to the game. Set up like a quality points, you know, a quality rating and did something like that. That'd be right. great. Right. Zach? He's raising his hand. Um, <laughs> yes, just hand. on that. What if, yeah. Go for it. Uh, you know, for the quality side, what if they did something uh, potentially tried? Uh, are you familiar with the MD caching points? formula or uh formulas a, like the favorite points or yeah. wilson score there yeah lower wilson yeah lower some wilson. yeah there was some discussion i saw um over in england uh geopaul and they were discussing about they had some i don't know if it's the same one you're talking about zach but they had they had some sort of um cash matrix that had been created by somebody um to, who determined like a point system, but they, I think it's gone. It's kind of went defunct, but right. Well, there was those, um, like <clears throat> diamond badge, the badge system that was kind of around for a while, you know, you get badges, for, but that was pretty much all quantity again. Right. Um, it would be, it'd be difficult, but it would be neat if they had a quality system that was points, you know, so different types of caches, you know, that certain classic challenges or, you know, some way for people who do all different types, they can have different leaderboards. And then if they're going in that direction, like, hey, I'm only interested in, you know, um, webcams, you know. Right. Oh, cool. They have a leaderboard for that. They sure. can have leaderboards for different things so people can play their games different ways. You know, a leaderboard for people that only want to do 1-1 one, one or only can do 1-1, one, one you know, one terrain caches. Right. Okay. Well, don't eliminate them from the rest of it. Have the different leaderboards. If they're going in that direction, I'm super excited about it. I don't think that they are. Sure. Well, or yeah. Or if they did, uh, what if they did a challenge like, you know, how many spots on the 81 grid could you fill in in a month? Mm -hmm. So there could you be know, all kinds of things like that they could do. That would be cool. Well, and, and then you get souvenirs based on, you know, there might be yeah. four different souvenirs based on you know you could get 20 40 60 or 81 um and they could just do that and that way even people that just get a few can target and go try to get 20 of the 81 in whatever the time frame is or some people like me like i would travel far and wide trying to get all 81 <laughs> in them <laughs> right. you know, whether it's a month or three maybe it's for a whole summer or something but so, uh you know they could have some fun with it, especially now that they're, they've kind of taken a direction where they're pretty friendly with project GC. Yeah. So Sydney, what, are, <clears throat> what do you think about this path of going down with geocaching.com? I would say I agree with the part where if they're just going to be focusing on specifically numbers and whoever gets the most numbers gets something. I don't know. Uh, I don't really like that because like Jesse said, that's not how everyone plays. Some people certainly play that way, but right. there's others that just like to go out once a week and find one cash, and that's all they really care to do. Um, so I I wouldn't really like it if that happened, but I don't really think that's what's going to happen. I think this is kind of like a trial, um, and they're going to see like what people think after after this promotion, and it kind of feels like 
so they have these gold coins, which is kind of like pirate theme. So it's all kind of fitting together with, you know, their pirate theme right. that they're going with this summer. So I think it, it all kind of rolled into one big thing. So I guess we'll have to wait and see like what other challenges they post. Cause they say they're going to change the, like, I guess requirements for each week, like what you have, how many points you have to get to get a souvenir or something like that. So I'd be interested to see maybe they're starting off pretty easy. Right. And then maybe they'll make it a little harder each week. I don't know. It's still up in the air at this point. Does it hurt anybody if not everybody can achieve it though? Like you said, you know, some people don't play that way. I mean, not everybody can get every souvenir, you know. I Right. I haven't been to Zimbabwe. I'm not getting that souvenir country any, you know, I'm not getting that I'm not going to Antarctica anytime soon. So there's some souvenirs not everybody can get. So I think it's okay. I think if they set the bar too low, that hurts people more than setting it too high. Because not everybody's going to get it, right? Not right. everybody's going to get everything. But if it's nothing to even achieve, there's no point in doing it. Right. I yeah. mean, so that's, if they don't raise the bar at some point, nobody's going to care about it. And it's, it's just a failed endeavor. I agree. I think sometimes with the ones that say, oh, you get the souvenir if you go out and find any cash today or this weekend or whatever, or whatever the thing is. Um, I think it's a little better when they have some sort of specific requirement. Like last summer it was find a, a multi-cash or attend a CETO or, you know, mm -hmm. something a little more, a little harder. <laughs> um, Zach's dying to jump in there. Hang on, Zach. Hang on. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead, Sydney. But like, like, I don't, think it needs to be super crazy like if they said go find a multi-cash and a puzzle cash and a traditional cash and a letterbox all on the same day and then you get your souvenir i feel like that wouldn't be i mean it's a challenge but it wouldn't be fair i don't think okay don't some people can never do that but there could yeah. be three levels because right? there's people that you know are disabled or can't walk very well and have to use a wheelchair and they're not going to be able to get all of those in one day for whatever reason. Like they have mm -hmm. to target specific caches and plan ahead. But do you, Zach, <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Zach. Zach's going to jump out of his seat. If you don't let him jump in there. <laughs> oh, no, that, no, I'm, <laughs> I just raised my hand so I don't jump in. Uh, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> we should start doing it on a regular show. Like <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> but uh, no, I, th I think part, I think, uh, I mean, Memphis sort of, Mentioned it for a second there, Jesse. Sorry, <laughs> call you your geocaching name. Peace, but uh, you sort of mentioned it with the with the levels. Um, I think if they did kind of like a gold, silver, bronze, or then even or whatever, where you have three to five levels, um, where something like the basic level is pretty simple. Like say that was this week's, where it's like thirty, but then it kept progressively getting harder. I think you also have to realize like. Also, what Jesse said, like, we can't get some Bob. Like, there's souvenirs we can't get. There's souvenirs that even if they aren't location-based that some people can't get. And I think part of when you're when you're doing a game, friendly, and then that's why if you do the tiered system, it's fr you have levels that are friendly to beginners that also encourage them to stretch their boundaries. Um, but you're not putting it so that every souvenir is always obtainable by someone that takes five minutes to go find a cache. It's like, give us something to really push for so that there's really a higher sense of accomplishment. Uh, just like there's D5, T5s. Guess what? They aren't, not every geocache is made for people. Some of them, you have to work for months on puzzles. And then even when you figure it out, you might still have to go on a crazy hike to find the final. And that's kind of the beauty of geocaching is it's kind of, there's from all the lamppost caches are even easier than that uh, to ones that people haven't even found yet. Cause they're so difficult. So I agree. But the, the thing <coughs> is with this summer thing, you, you kind of have a limited amount of time that they're, they're trying to fit this all in and you know, a week or whatever it, it ends up being. So they can't necessarily say, Hey, go do this really hard five, five, in this one week, you know, that, like you just said, it takes a lot more time to do some of those mm -hmm. things. So they have to, if they want people to accomplish this goal within the seven days, then they have to keep it reasonable that someone, the average person or 
you know, a majority of the people can actually accomplish that within seven days. Some people might take one day. Well, some people might take all seven. Well, and, and who knows if this is always going to be a week-long thing. It could be a month-long thing, or they could have souvenirs available for entire, you know, a year. Uh, you know, I think the well, first yep. time they try just for a week, they get a short track. They get a short track uh, with a small goal, and then they can kind of get all that data and see how it worked. And then they can work with the different parameters, whether it's the point totals or the time that you get or the number of people that it counts. Yeah. So for the for this year. It's, it's very similar to actually what they did last year. It's very much like the spy game that we had last year in that mm -hmm. they, they broke it down into weeks and they are going to reset every week. So you go back to zero. You've got um, certain goals like for, the, for week one, we already talked about the fact that you got to get, well, you have to get a certain number of gold, of gold coins. You have to, you can get gold coins different ways. But you have to get to 30, and then they're going to hand out the souvenir. I think this is kind of odd. Well, I guess it's not really that odd, but they're handing out the souvenirs on a Wednesday, and then they're going to reset it again and then start again. So and it's only for it's only for four weeks, and that's it. They're done. That's their um, that's like they did last year. I think it was. I think they went six. It might have gone six weeks last year, if anybody remembers. Last year they were doing every other week was a That's souvenir right. week. Which was so odd, I thought, that they it, – it's like it, – it, to me it was – I didn't like that. I'd prefer them to just go ahead and keep going. But um. So there's two ways to look at it. One, this is going to be a souvenir thing that they're doing for four weeks, and then it's done and over. If so, okay, it's something different than they did last year, which I liked the – the mystery one they did, they, you know, it wasn't just get a souvenir for doing anything on one day. Right. So it's a step up from that. I hope that's not what this is. Right. I hope it's not only like, this is a lot of wasted effort if that's all it is. Right. If they're not actually testing out what could be a new feature, which is what they mentioned yeah. feature. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. you got to hope that they're looking at the potential of, do we want a competition in geocaching and are people actually interested in it? But if yeah, this right. is the only gauge, I don't think they're going to get real good data because it's almost impossible to fail at this right. unless you just don't geo, unless you absolutely don't geocache or log it for this week. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, because that's the way they talk about it. The friend league is a brand new feature on geocaching.com. It's a leaderboard that shows you and your friends geocaching activity. If you log a cache, attend an event, or complete another, put your hand down. You, you talked enough. Jump in there, Zach. Just jump. You log a cache, attend an event, or complete another <laughs> geocaching task. You collect a certain number of coins. But there's more to the friend league, they say, than friendly competition. And then you can see the goals. So go ahead, Zach. What were you going to say? Um, well, I think it's also just um, when you look at ever since the new CEO or whatever he goes under has taken over, um, kind of the direction has changed and accelerated quickly where they built the back plat the back end platform for the website and the app. They kind of rebuilt the foundation. And a lot of people have taken issue with that a little bit uh, because they feel like they've been going backwards, which in a lot of senses they have, but that's because they're building a foundation with which it seems like just from these directions they're going that it it's, they're trying to make it a more social sport um, where there's a lot more interactions with other people a natural extension of that I feel like and doing this for a few weeks um, if their goal was to have people be friends with more geocachers and have more of that an active feed that they're looking at and more people that they're meeting up with at events um, this is a decently effective way I mean I've had the largest explosion of friend requests um, <laughs> yeah. in geocaching that I've ever had so uh, yeah. you know it, it's effective and if that's their goal and they're just basically gamifying a way to reach some of their goals from the back end um i guess it's a it's a clever way to do it um and i just hope it does it morphs into something uh kind of like you see in the other game munzee with clans and what? leaderboards and such oh he he he, he broached the m word he, so uh, since you broached the m word since, since you mentioned <laughs> since you mentioned munzee um, that is an interesting direction though, trying to go the competition route. Cause again, optional, right? Not everybody would be forced to do it. 
right now they're kind of just tiptoeing in. They're not you're not selecting your teams or anything like that. If they go that route and go more competition heavy, do you think that's a good thing? Uh, I th- one time. Go ahead. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, I think definitely some people would totally be into it, like you, Jesse. Um, I guess it. Yeah, you. <laughs> I guess it depends if they're gonna keep this kind of competition exactly. leaderboard mentality thing going. What is someone gonna get out of it for doing well? Like, are they gonna give you stuff, or is it just gonna be like, "Hey, you won, good job, you get a pat on the back"? That's what I'm wondering. I would say the same thing you get out of regular geocaching. A smiley which face, is just fun and smiley faces and sense of accomplishment, Zach. Question, what what do you get when you're, like, the best in the M game? Well, if you, if you do the clans and you get to certain levels, they give you stuff back to put into the, their game. Like, so, they'll give you yeah. virtuals and credits and stuff that you can use the next month for more prizes and stuff like that. I think they could do that in geocaching if they wanted to. But what would they give you? What about... Um, well, they're we're starting with souvenirs. Yeah. What if they gave you uh, a souvenir for your group, for your event or whatever? So next time you host an event, you get a special souvenir that you got credited for that. Hey, I like that. See? Sounds I mean, like a... I don't there's know. a lot of stuff that you can do, right? Some people are all about the souvenirs. I, I like them. I think they're cool. I like to collect them. And some people like could really care less. So I feel like if they are going that souvenir route, then some people aren't really going to care. Not sure what that was. Well, same with Munzee, though. People don't care about the clan, the stuff you get with that. But it's on Munzee, it's virtual stuff that you get. It's virtual rewards. So on geocaching, doing a souvenir is a virtual reward as well. But so I can't take that souvenir to the, to the and put it level. back. But maybe you can. Well, but you, but you get the, yeah, maybe you can somehow. Maybe you can do it, like you said, at an event, um, or you just, I mean, it's virtual, so you can you can type up some code and think of anything you want. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, I mean, just thinking off the top of my head, say you had a five-tiered system like Munzee does. Um, you know, if you get to the top tier, the perk is that you got five souvenirs. Whereas everyone else got one or two or three. So, And you could even do state versus like state competition. Yeah. Souvenir mm-hmm. leaderboards or state versus state competition. Or you could do a lot of stuff with it if they want to go that route. Now, that's a whole different route for geocaching to go. But it's one route, right? I mean, you could... It's it's a possibility. I, mean, I don't know if it's virtual stuff. Or... You just type up code and yeah, yeah. Well, one one issue and we talked about it before the show that comes up, I think, is that with Munzee, you have um, you have QR codes, mm-hmm. and I can't claim that I found a certain Munzee unless I actually scan it, unless it's virtual, and then I have to be with a certain number of feet of it. Um, which that's a whole other whole other discussion. But the point though is, is that for a, a, for a, a Munzee I have to scan. I gotta actually like physically scan it. Whereas a geocache, none of us would do this. But we know people. We've we, we I mean I, I know for a fact that some people claim that they found caches in Pensacola on the Geo Tour, mm-hmm. and I guarantee I, I I went. We signed every log for every Geo Tour cache and somebody on online claimed that they had found this cache and their name wasn't on a single one of them so how can they say that they found this cache if their name isn't on the log which brings me back to the point of is geocaching going down up and i think it's a it's a bad route but that's just my opinion is that geocaching should stop looking over their shoulder at Munzee, because Munzee is a completely different game. It, 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 it's a, it's not, it, we've already talked, you know, we've talked about this. They're not to be compared because they're completely different. Absolutely. The only, the only thing that's is similar is that it's geolocation mm-hmm. and that's it. So why, 
what, what frustrates me is that geocaching can go so many great routes based on their strengths instead of staring over their shoulder and going well what's munzee doing well they got leaderboards they got clans they got psyops or uh mm-hmm. zeops zeops is something of course that they could look into which you guys are talking about that wouldn't be a bad thing for geocaching maybe to look at is that um you know for for mission. let's say yeah mission so jesse uh so missions come out and they mm-hmm. go pick a mission there's 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 12 missions and they're not like hard or they're just, they're labeled, you know, A through Z or whatever. We don't even have to use letters, just, you know, use colors or whatever. And so Jesse picks one and goes, yeah, this one looks good. I like this is, you know, find, you know, four, four and a halfs in the month or whatever, whatever it happens to be versus I can look at one and go, uh, find the oldest, uh, four caches, you know, near you or something, whatever it happens to be. That's that to me is a way they could go instead of this leaderboard thing with coins. And uh, I mean, obviously you could change the coins to points, which you could tell that's what they're going to want to do. They, they can use whatever, you know, theme they want to use, but I don't, I don't, I, I wish they would focus on, geocaching in their strengths versus in my opinion they're staring over their shoulder at other games and they're worried about you know things of that nature so i guess what it comes down to is is geocaching good i mean is competition good for geocaching right no, that's a question. You don't right. get out of it that way. No, no, that's, that was that was. A, <laughs> oh oh no, was, no, no, no! I don't think oh, so. Well, I was agreeing. That's a good question. So, yeah. So, what's your answer? Discuss. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. See how it is. Come on, Gary. No, oh, I, let's go to I, Zach. Well, I already, Zach I has I an said, on that one. Yeah, because I was say yeah, I already, on, already said. I already, I already answered uh, no. I answered no already. It's not good for geocaching. Okay, Zach. I. All right. Well, first off, <laughs> um, I, him. I would say. <laughs> Sorry, I, <laughs> but the uh, first off on the on the Munzee, how you have to be there physically. I know that's a thing that a lot of people like. I've also noticed um, a few times where people just log into someone else's account and scan, you know, just go and drop a few blasts or something just to get points for them when they're taking a trip to, to some large city. There's and always so a way to cheat. I think like yeah. cheating. There's always a way to cheat. So like I think that argument's kind of moot. With I mean, anytime there's a game with competition of any sure. sort, there's going to be cheaters. But do you, and that, that's but, sort of what how you always hear right. geocachers say: just play the game as you want. Mm-hmm. Right. So is, and then uh, is it good on for, the competition is, side, yeah, obviously, competition. I'm really mm-hmm. competitive. Right. What, so what's is it that? good? Is it good for geocaching then to have competition? Do you think I, I think so just cause I love competition and it's not mandatory in any means. So like it doesn't change how like you may geocache. Sure. So I don't see why them adding something is something that's a detraction from geocaching. Right. And as for the looking over their shoulder thing, I think it's, it's kind of odd because like I've heard so many people, including like in this podcast in the past say how they want, like, let's do, let's have some competition or leaderboards or some way to like, use the statistics like on project GC in mm-hmm. some form or fashion. Um, and it's like tempting to do just that. So um, I think that's something that we should applaud them at least trying something. Cause they, they can always just find that it didn't work and shut it down or reiterate. Uh, but the fact that they're trying, I think we need to, I mean, people for years, ever since I've been in this game for two years now, all I've heard is them clamoring, like, geocaching is not changing they aren't keeping up with the times and they're finally doing things to start changing that under this new leadership and i think we need to do a little more applauding than um well, I, yeah, worrying I, about i don't know if the new leadership has anything really yeah i don't think the new leadership really has anything to do with any of this right now um it's possible but and I, i'm not against geocaching making uh you know trying to 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 pr- provide innovation my question though is, is that there's so many routes they could take but are we going down a route that i mean change just to have change i don't think it's a good thing now 
is the change that we're going to see good? We'll have to wait and see. Um, do I applaud them for taking this sta- this new change? Well, I really can't. I really can't just say because they well they came out with something. Let's let's applaud them. Well, I I don't know if applauding them for coming out with something necessarily. Now, <clears throat> I'm willing to wait and see if this evolves into something, but um, I I don't know if if um, I, again I, I don't know if I can just applaud them for coming up with something. So, Sydney, what what are what are your thoughts on that idea? Right. So. I am in no way angry that they're trying new things. That's great. Um, It's still kind of vague at this point, which I think they're doing on purpose because, you know, they're trying to keep it a little secretive so that it's a surprise to everybody, which does not surprise me because they've done the same thing in the past. Um, It's like I said, it's great that they're trying new things. Um, I just kind of have the feeling that some of the changes they've implemented in the past have kind of burned me and some of them ended up being things that people didn't like and then they didn't end up fixing things or things like that. But I do think they are getting a lot better, especially lately. Uh, Like I said, I'm on, I just peruse the peruse. Mm-hmm. browse peruse you know i tried to shove them together, yeah, got together yep. I, I go on the forums a lot and see what new oh, things wow. well i just go and they put out the release notes for every new thing <laughs> oh, they add so i go on there and and then people are commenting you know what they think is good or what they think should be changed and as of the past couple weeks it has seemed to me that they are interacting more with people and taking their feedback more and making changes quickly and implementing things that people suggest and, you know, working on bugs faster. And so I think that's great. They're really seeming to take people's, you know, opinions into account and changing things quickly and, you know, making sure it's the changes are good and what people want. So that's, I'm really applauding them for, you know, taking the consideration of people and asking for feedback and actually, you know, they ask for the feedback, but then they also have been lately implementing that feedback. I've seen times where they ask for feedback and then it doesn't really get used for anything. So I'm just kind of on that wary side where, you know, where you've been, you broke, your girlfriend broke up with you before. So now you don't want to get into another relationship kind of thing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right. So Jesse, you've got the final word. So, um, Kind of playing on a couple of things y'all said. Uh, one, I think they are doing some good things now. Uh, we talked about this before the show and didn't really fit into this, but like I like the website. So all I can do is my personal opinion of these things, right, and how I play the game and how that relates to that. The website is where I log all my stuff. Almost, almost 99% of everything I log is on the website. So what they've done with that, I like. I understand it's still under, you know, under construction. They're working on some of those new things, but I really like that. Um, the, the problem I have, and I'm definitely not. So first of all, yes, I think competition is a good thing for geocaching. I think competition is a good thing for everything, but, um, I'm not against this new thing they're doing this summer. I'm just kind of like Sydney said, I'm afraid to get burned and get excited about it because if they're just going to go find a geocache, that's just a souvenir program. That's not a leaderboard. That's not a team competition. That's none of that stuff. Um, and, Again, this is just my personal perspective, but I think a lot of the stuff that they're doing and have been doing for a while is to draw new people in, which a business should, but there's a large segment of very loyal, tattooed up, experienced geocachers that want something for the advanced end of it, and it doesn't seem like they've done that in a while, so that's why I'm hesitant to get you know, excited for something that doesn't fit into my style of geocaching at all. If they did this and some of the other things that need to be done for for people that you know the kind of the loyalty part of it, people that have been in the game for a while, I would be more on board with it. Uh, I, so to to kind of sum it up, competition's good. I'm not against this new coin thing. I just hope they take it and run with it and don't just go. Oh, here's your four souvenirs, and that was over. I think they have some potential with it. I'm just afraid to get excited about that. Right. 
Okay. Let me throw in one more thing. Oh, you know what? Wait, I, I forgot one thing. Before Sydney goes, no, I think no, if no. you decipher what she said, that she's a closet wear okay. fan. <laughs> she's a closet. I'm wear pretty sure that's what she said in her thing. Did she said that they haven't updated in a while. We know what she's talking about. It's where I goes. So move on. Don't try to deny it now. Go ahead. I, I like where I goes, Jesse. <laughs> you don't need to worry about that. Um, but here's one thing that I've noticed today. I've gotten three friend requests from random people that I do not know. There's hey, you're popular. People, I guess. It's it's not like anybody I know from the show either. It's not like listeners that I know or anything. It's well, just random people. But so people are out there trying to add kazillions of friends when that's not even really necessary. Sure. And why would they're just trying to I don't know if this is true, but in my opinion, they're just trying to bump their numbers with random people that find caches so they can get this souvenir. Like I'm actually friends with people I know in person or like you guys that I know through vlogging and podcasts like those are my friends on geocaching.com I, I don't just go on and pick a random person off the internet and say hey let's be friends <laughs> let's hope not because that's Everybody that's not what it's supposed to be about right i don't think <laughs> i know yeah um okay well that was good we're we're gonna wrap up <laughs> we didn't come so to any real conclusions but Go ahead. Before we wrap up, I'd like to see the people that are listening or listen to this later. I'd, I'd like to hear their opinion. So if they could yeah. email us at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at. You're doing the end of the show for me. You can go, I'll show <laughs> the end of the show. You know what we should do with the end of the show? We should each like take a sentence talk. and then Gary can just like just put in saying, something. Yeah. Y'all, y'all can It'll be great. Read the end. That'd be pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Reaction at. All right. Six oh five nine five. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Enough of you guys tonight. Coming up on the show this week, <laughs> this Sunday, Nick Hubbard's going to be on to talk about Cashly three point oh two. I think the three point oh x two. Oh two at the moment, but anyway. Um, so he'll be on uh, this Sunday. The Sunday after that for show fifty nine. We're going to be talking about intercaches and mob caches with Chilihead. Woohoo! And and Jesse's very pumped up about this uh, mm-hmm. idea and uh, needs to be expanded, I think, because it's a cool idea. Um, so, and then week after that, some dude named Chris is going to be on the show. He's going to talk about uh, stuff up in the Northwest, and so we're going to. Give him a give him a chance to talk. So no, we're gonna have on Chris on <laughs> for an hour. Chris of the Northwest is gonna talk about can't miss caches uh, up in his area that we need to go to when we go to Project Ape um, Geo or Mega that's coming up in August. Uh, so that's it. So folks, we hope you enjoyed this little point five show tonight. Please e- email us your comments. Please email us. We don't get a lot of emails from people, your comments, but send us an email. We don't get a lot of them. So say hi and send us an email and tell us what you think about this whole new game and, uh, or what do you want to call it? Summer promotion. We usually call it summer promotion, uh, at geocache talk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocache talk. I'm at Gary Slinkard. One word. Jesse is at Memphis underscore mafia. Sydney is at Shermanier GC and Zach is at Sodak Zach, right? Yes, I am. I think all your stuff is Sodak Zach, isn't it? Must be nice. Yep. Sodak S O D A K for South Dakota and Z A K. Oh, I just realized that's just, what that is. You just got that because <laughs> he's South Dakota Zach. I think it should be Sodak Zach eighteen on Twitter. <laughs> 18 that's that would be really confusing for people <laughs> kind of like shermanator gc the 18 one was already taken we got people you. tweet this person constantly oh you know that they, they do not like you you know that probably <laughs> and facebook like, dot go ahead i was just gonna say they get like <laughs> random tweets about geocaching and u.s geocaching hour and this person's probably like what the right. heck are these random people talking about 
Which, by the way, you got everybody needs to get on US Geocaching Hour Monday. Because oh, right. Can I plug that really yeah, quick? Go for it. So this this coming Monday, July seventeenth, is US Geocaching Hour second birthday anniversary thing. Um, but we have probably ten or more prizes we're going to give away. Ooh. So everybody, come on on Monday at. 9 Eastern, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, 6 Pacific, Dylan, whatever time zone you live in. Um, Dylan, your next one, whatever it happens to be. Right. Hawaii time zone, I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, all our Australia friends, you know. What about the astronauts England? on the space station? I don't know. That is, what time is it up there? What time is it in at the space station? Can somebody... It's always dark. Somebody email us what time it is currently. Anyways... So it's just going to be, it's going to be kind of like a reverse thing. You, the participants get to ask us, the host, different questions. You can address it to one host in particular, or you can address it to the group. So come next Monday, U.S. Geocaching Hour, and win some awesome prizes and hear from all us cool hosts. Very cool. The And then also go to facebook.com slash geocache talk. Uh, Jesse, thanks for keeping up with that. He's, he's uh, kept up with that pretty well. So, um, Don't forget to follow. What are you making noise for over there, Zach? I'm trying to finish the show here. He's getting his bedtime snack. <laughs> I'm, I'm muting I you. need my chocolate. Okay, right fine. now, really? I just, we're devolving I, quickly. I just muted him, so we're good there. So, <laughs> Bye, don't, Zach. Don't forget to click on that subscribe button below so that you can hear and hear and see and listen to the show on a weekly basis and until sunday don't just talk about geocaching go get excited about the summer promotion and go geocaching bye everybody bye everybody